0: Hello and welcome to the pod, people. This is our episode 24. Woo! We have an interesting uh, film today. However, due to the uh, raging and hopefully uh, waning pandemic restrictions, we were uh, denied our 10th uh, high school anniversary, our 10th year... Reunion. Reunion, yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah, we've
1: been out of high school 10 years. That's right. Correct. We're all old. Right. Yes. Some of us have aged better, and I'm not going to point to who, but I think Tomas still looks great. Yeah. <laughs> Other people... Maybe don't have all their hair anymore.
0: <laughs> yes. Anyway, so do you love we're me any less? Do you uh, love me any less? <laughs> no. Moving on. Um, <laughs> so, so in in the spirit of that, we decided to to uh, to kind of reminisce about uh, high school for a moment, and yeah. uh, also we watched a very particular film today.
1: Yeah, we had to do a reunion movie. We did a re- movie it. about a reunion. Right.
0: But uh, let's let's talk a bit about high school, right? All uh, those many
1: generations ago, yeah,
0: many many moons ago, right? Yes, that's us. As as you all know, I have a terrible memory. Do you guys remember high school? Of course
1: least? we do. High school was the best.
0: I had a good time. So
1: like I know well, these guys. We've known each other the right. whole time throughout all high school. Here's the so. thing: I met both these guys in sixth grade, uh, but I'm a weirdo and I count friendships differently. Not from when I meet someone, but when we became friends. So I've been friends with Ma since eighth grade. Because we had a P.E. class together. Yeah. Which was, like, just the wildest time. Like, hmm. we got away with stuff we should not have gotten away in that P.E. class. Like, you know, Herrera? Yeah. We used to always throw basketballs over the fence. And then he'd climb them and bring them back. And then it would just keep happening the entire period, and he'd get so mad. He'd
2: still go and get it. That was, he did it to himself. <laughs> I
0: didn't know that. Yeah. That's
1: fantastic. It, it, it was, like, liberating the ball or something Yeah, like that's that. what you called it. Yeah. He just kicked it over the fence. It was just still- me. It wasn't just me.
2: He still went to go get it. That's right. kind of,
1: you know. And then Dutch, I got close to Dutch in freshman year of high school. Something like that. Because I've known you know. for a long time, but we didn't get, you know, along. We as didn't well. get along. Right. No. Right. And but to, then yeah, in high school we all just hung out. And then sophomore year forward, we hung out all the time at school, like during school. And we hung out a lot after school. And then, of course, on weekends, yeah. especially yeah. me and Tomas and the redhead, we'd see like movies like every weekend. Like we were always yeah. together. And uh, yeah, you guys were just my my crew, mm-hmm. my posse. And for me, ten years out, right, it's the most important accomplishment I have is that I'm sitting with the two of you guys still. Oh. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Time yeah. Yeah. We're all we had still a lot here. Of wild times, like when you ate the pop tart off the ceiling. I did do that. <laughs> that was so much fun.
0: It was high school. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. things I ate. Right. Um,
1: it was wild.
0: High, high school was was uh, interesting for me because that's when like the everybody who was beating the shit out of me disappeared for some reason. I'm not sure <laughs> Anna. why. Right. Um,
1: Did you make him disappear? That <laughs> 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 there was some kind of pedophile skill. Turns out it was just Dutch making bodies go away. <laughs>
0: so. Um, But uh, in in junior year, I discovered uh, I discovered my aptitude, or you know, for for film, and that that's carried me through, or that's been that's been the passion of my life.
1: Right, or the albatross holding you back. (laughs) Yeah, one or the other, depending
0: (laughs) depending on whether or not you're my mother. And then um... that sounds like
1: a cut in the making.
0: (laughs) Oh no, that's staying (laughs) in. I definitely appreciate
2: your perspective when we're watching movies because you know the yeah sure. actually filmmaking aspect
0: yeah you know I mean you that. know I'll, if if an actual film person was here they'd laugh me out of the room but um I hey, fuck them yeah, yeah exactly nobody likes those guys anyway exactly no nobody nobody likes nobody the listens to them like, anyway. you know oh just you know like uh,
1: this dodge angle isn't lit correctly so uh, we're not gonna be able to use this like,
0: oh, yeah, yeah you know you. It's I, I like Godzilla. That's the only yeah. angle I know. So
1: that's why I said I don't know shit about film.
0: I just know I really like them. T- to to be fair, a Dutch angle is my favorite angle. Of
1: course. How could it not be? Named after you.
0: Oh, I thought Fun it was fact. because it was in Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Every time the Riddler shows up. Like, Riddler is Batman and so the one worst. <laughs> everything just going Skeletor now? yeah yeah the Riddler's Skeletor turns out a Skeletor, it, Skeletor the whole time that's the a the Dutch the angle. One for They one they ripped off his Riddler mask Scooby Doo style and it was just a <laughs> Skeletor <laughs> We got way off topic no yeah. it's just all
1: off topic yeah
2: so the Dutch angle is when it's tilted slightly right? tilted yeah. Yeah. yeah is it the bad guy yeah much oh, like, like kind of, Dutch just, right. just right. slightly yes. tilted yeah, yeah we, like,
1: uh, we did some renegade things like we did a well you guys weren't involved me mean, the Redhead we did our senior prank
0: that's right. We yeah, did I mean.
1: Mike Hawk for president, you know. M I K E H A W K. Yes, Michael Leo, Leo. Hawk. Like with Michael Hawk was running for, you know, class president. It was a lot of fun. They him Mike.
0: Yeah. All right. His they, uh, Mike. <laughs> I'm very proud that, to this day they haven't found the body under the shower. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hi, <O-Z. laughs> <laughs> easy. You watched a lot. And of... then you went to prom by yourself. So that's I a fun story. I did completely
0: by myself right. the entire time. I was I was part of a bus and then they're like, um we we filled up the bus. Can you like not? And I was like, okay. And what? I drove behind. And then I, uh, yeah. yeah, no, so it was funny. it's it was it was a, a fantastic like uh, if if you were writing a supervillain backstory, it was my prom experience. Like, <laughs> 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 just from beginning to end. Yeah, it just didn't want. Didn't yeah, oh god, jump. that was a, that was an awful night.
1: It's so funny too because like, I just always think about things like that to where it's like. And you couldn't talk anybody into going, and I'm not talking about Lee like chicks. I'm just like even your friends all bailed. They're like, we're not going. No, There's I no didn't. Way.
0: I didn't even really want to go. Yeah. But my my uh, um, my grandpa footed the bill for it. He's like, I want you to go to prom, and I was yeah. like, oh, and then, and that that particular grandfather, um, I wasn't I wasn't like that close with him, and it seemed like really important to him, and you know, yeah. I wanted to I wanted to be good. So right. I went and it was just, it was as bad as I thought it would be. Right. So. That's why we
1: all avoided it like a car crash. What did you end up doing, Tom last? I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. oh, me and just, uh, I slept. Me and the Redhead, we were here watching movies. Took a nap. Oh. Like, uh, was, I remember that vividly because we're like, hey, hey, losers. And then we're the ones at home and we're over there talking shit, right? And then, uh, fun fact that Joe was at a concert. So I'll speak for oh. Joe because he's that. Yeah. Dead, but yeah. 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 We didn't know Joe till college, but he went to the yeah. same high school our senior year. So, Joe's kind of in the mix here, too. Yeah. But uh, he, he doesn't like us anymore. <laughs> no, so, you
0: know. no, he, he discovered he, Christ, and yeah. uh, since then, right. he's kind of been uh, right. kind of gone.
1: Yeah, and you, when you hear my mouth, that's kind of, you're like, oh, I can't be around that. You know, yeah. gee willikers, you know. Uh, kid's got a potty mouth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, he's not here. We can really say anything. Yeah, we know?
1: totally can, right. I right. can send
2: him this episode, though. I'll
0: let him know.
1: Eh, you'd have to actually listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell him.
2: we forward <laughs> too far. Like, I'll tell right. him, fast forward to
0: four minutes and 27. Right. It's like the, the crap that everybody talks on Zach's Corner. I know nobody's listening to me. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you know how much, like, I have, oh, man. All the time, I talk shit about everybody on Zach's Corner. Like, Bro- I, my dryer's broken, so I aired the dirty laundry over there. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Right.
0: Don't you put, like, clean clothes in the dryer to dry? No, man.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. Wash is broken. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, man, when you bake in the dirt, it's like an extra layer. It it preserves the fabric. That's
2: not... No? No one's ever said that.
1: uh, Yeah, I'm real bummed that... uh, this is the closest we get to doing a little reunion. There's people I haven't kept in touch with. I'd really like to see.
0: I haven't kept in touch with anybody at all. It's Le- just the people at this table. Right. Well, like I Pretty have like, much, like, yeah.
1: Facebook friends. Yeah. You know, like, I still talk to them like every once in a while, but yeah. like I never get to actually see those people. So it'd be cool to like you know catch up with people. Yeah, have a quick chat, right? Know. See if we were actually important to anybody that we didn't know we were important to. Because you know that always happens, right?
0: That happens on occasion. Right.
1: I think I have really low self-esteem, so I just assume like nobody remembers me like outside of like my friends. So it would be a good boost for me if someone's like, "Oh shit, it's Zach!" But I mean, it probably wouldn't happen
0: i you a small I'd, I'd friend group. so yeah
1: we we really like, we were above it right like you know we're like i don't give a fuck who's cool or whatever like we were cool to each other we didn't need anybody else
0: <laughs> i I'd, I'd be i'd be interested to see if i remember somebody i've completely forgotten about right because i don't uh i don't remember high school at all for the most part just full full stop nothing
1: i feel like we could totally like make something up and be like dude you don't remember this
0: <laughs> you probably could I, I wouldn't know. Well, I'm, tra-
1: I'm like starting to think about stuff like that too. It's like, you know, like you were around like when we were at school, but like I don't even think you really hung out with us that much like outside. Like I know into your house a lot.
0: We we didn't like
1: um Like I remember we went to Tron Legacy. Like that was a day cuz I remember springing you out of your house was like always difficult. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, but I do remember when you were in physics uh with yeah, the yeah. redhead and we did those those videos in your eyes. Oh yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs>
0: there's a story about that we I made this video and I asked the teacher for permission for first that's the thing like everybody was doing a science project and I asked can I make a video on how to make a nuclear weapon (laughs) and he said yes I'm like okay so then I made a video on how to manufacture a nuclear weapon yeah and then we're (laughs) like i can't show that in here you'll have to do something else so then we made ice cream at the last minute and i was (laughs) i was so upset because i took a shot in the video about people who make ice cream at the last minute for their their project yeah oh man uh the part
1: i love most about the video is i was in there more than the redhead and he was in the class
0: yeah he bailed it was just you
1: Yeah. yeah there were a couple good video projects like i remember uh You did that rap video? Yeah, the rap video. And I was in that. That was really fun.
0: Oof! Never again. <laughs> the bowling pins is the part the that always pins, makes me laugh
1: because yeah. I was like just fucking
0: around and then you filmed it anyway. <laughs> I didn't know that you weren't still in oh, it. Oh, it so funny! Yeah, I filmed the thing with uh, he was supposed to bowl and knock over some pins and he knocked over like three of them. Yeah, and then he ran into the shot and he started kicking them down. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was hilarious. And then I and,
1: celebrated as if I had done a strike. Yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, <laughs> and the camera was rolling the whole time. So had, funny! He had no points. No, I love it. That's the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah
2: and some of those videos there. They've seen the light of day we you know they right. didn't just get buried in the right. archives we actually I like the I've seen the nuclear video that was yeah that was a good one.
1: Oh, Someone at the table I'm not going to name names here might have done that in retrospect might be an offensive Russian accent.
0: <laughs> perhaps it, it may have been offensive to some right right Some of the uh, the um, Eastern European bloc may, may or, take umbrage perhaps. Right.
2: I don't yeah. know if we have any listeners there yet. but I don't know. I'd have to know, check can, the thing, We're not going to the
0: get them. <laughs> sure, <laughs> right. Um, but
1: yeah, uh, good good times, I think. You got anything, anything agree. you want to bring up someone else? I agree. Uh, yeah, other than all those radar movies we saw. Oh, well, that's another thing. Oh, yeah. It's because Dutch looks like he's 30 like, the entire time we've known him. Yeah. And yeah. so we got to see like, awesome shit like Predators, and we got to see... Uh, I'll never forget Resident yeah. Evil 4. Yeah. That was the coolest. Because we went to Resident Evil 4, and it was in 3D. Right, and we couldn't go to um, our local theater, right, because, yeah. uh, you know, they didn't have They it only have 3D, six theaters. Yeah. Right, and so, like, we had to go down, you know, to AMC, and they check IDs at AMC. And yeah. so we're like, how the fuck are we going to do this? And then here comes Dutch just solving all of our problems. Because he doesn't even have to Muppet Man or do no. anything with a trench coat. He just looked like he was 30, and then no questions asked. I am yeah. now
0: pushing 30, and I look like I'm 53. <laughs>
1: Nah, man, you're aging beautifully. Oh, thank you. You yeah. look great. That's correct. Hopefully yeah. it just
0: stays here. Right. But, um, you got to kill your beard. The, the, thing yeah. is, the thing about doing, like, illegal underage activities yeah. as a minor... And um, Statute of
1: Limitations is over. Yeah. Uh, the
0: the <laughs> thing about that is I never thought about it, and that's why I got away with it, because I, yeah. I never thought... I was, I was like, I'm going to go see this movie. I'm yeah. like, four <laughs> tickets, please. Yeah. And then once I'm in the theater, I'm like, oh, shit, I shouldn't be in here. Like, yeah. that's that's why it was the attitude. I, I remember... Um, when everyone this was this was out, everybody had turned twenty one except for me. Mm-hmm. I was the only one in the group who who wasn't twenty one yet. And we went to Bevmo to pick up a bunch of alcohol. Right. I personally do not drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it was a uh, it was a party, and the dude, his whole goal, he was twenty one. He's like, I want to get sloshed. You know, I want to get completely wasted. And we we're like, fair enough. So for his birthday present, I got him a bunch of alcohol. So we're all there with our carts. <laughs> There's four of us in line. Two people in front of me, me, and then a person at the middle. Everyone got carded except for me. <laughs> and, and then I walked out and I was like, holy shit, I just bought all this alcohol. <laughs> 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 like, it would have disqualified the whole party. Like, right, just, for sure, yeah. Like, oh man, I was just... I always
1: thought that was a weird policy too. I mean, like, I get it, right? No, it makes just sense. trying to cover their ass. There's,
0: but... there's no way that, like, a group of ten with, like, anybody underage isn't going to be drinking. Right. Like, just, that's for how sure. it goes.
2: Yeah, well. Mm-hmm.
1: Good times, man. I loved it.
2: Well, say all the movies we watched during oh, so during movies. high school. Well,
1: Land—that's when we brought up on the thing. Yeah, know, that's when we found out they did an ID, and then literally every rated-art <laughs> movie that came out, we're like, "Yeah, we're going to that," because we're decent people and we love movies, so we always paid for them. You know, yes. we didn't sneak into movies. Nope. We just had negligent movie staff that did an ID. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> the the thing about <laughs> the thing about movies that a lot of people like you know, forget. Hmm. Um, every every time you buy a ticket you're voting
1: yeah it's yeah
0: every every dollar you spend is like i want more of this you know it lets them know that the thing that they did did well so if you're pirating it where and like now with the way that they do like they can figure out how much it's pirated but you know it doesn't really help anybody that like put it together so i i do my best to uh to buy what i can i will i i do pirate a ridiculous amount of anime but that's because a ridiculous amount of anime exists. Right. And I can't buy it all beforehand. But if something I particularly enjoy comes up, I will go out and buy that D V D and then I probably will never watch it. But yeah, my, just to have But I will buy it support. to let them know I really like this. Yeah. Like please make more of this thing. Yeah, like, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> hey, showing your support.
0: Yeah. Oh, I was the anime club president in high school. You were. Little, little known fact about By that. himself,
1: because none of us would do that. Oh, you made a club, too. Yeah, guitar yeah. club, yeah. You guys yeah. were cool in high school, man. Why did yeah. you saddle yourselves with me?
0: Tomas, <laughs> no so, would you like to feel this question?
1: <laughs> I like that you got awkwardly quiet. Everyone well, like, see,
0: I, I know why I did. It was because in high school, he had a magnificent head of hair. <laughs>
1: Damn. Oh. <laughs> Look, we're not saying Zach's ball. I'm just saying if I lay it on a pool table, someone would try to hit me into the other balls. You know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs>
2: I concur oh. with Dutch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what's you know, weird is actually, I think, funny enough, I think that the memories I hold most dear are like post high school, right? Like, yeah, I feel like the ones in like our twenties, like when we well, were well, those college, are the
0: ones I remember. Yeah, for well, <laughs> kind of, they're they're fading. I just though.
1: think like all that stuff is more fun because like I think when you're older, like I mean, you have less responsibility in high school, but like when you're older, you have like more agency like within movement and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like. In the middle of the week, like, hey, let's just go miniature
0: golfing. So, like, I yeah. think
1: that's where it was, like, more fun, like, in our 20s.
0: Well, and then po- post-high school, you know, like, we became friends in high school. Mm-hmm. And we were we were fairly close. But until until college, uh, college, you became completely indispensable.
1: Right. Well, right. Yeah, I mean, I saw you, like, literally every yeah, day. Yeah, every day. Yeah.
0: You know. Yeah, hanging out, walking back, you know, all kinds of stuff.
1: And I only and ever went to, like, a university because of Tomas. Otherwise, I would have just stayed, like, at junior college. Yeah. So. Yep. You took me to higher education. That's right. Thanks, pal. You're welcome. <laughs> you
2: and right. Red and you didn't. Yeah. You said you couldn't do it, but
1: I know I did. I was. Just, we like, got you shocked. there. Yeah. You got yourself there, actually. Well, I mean, your let's, let's not blow smoke here. It was. They took 60% of applicants, so it's not like it was a big military coup or some shit.
0: <laughs> That's a way to put you it. You
1: gotta be pretty dumb to not make the 60% cut. So. <laughs> fuck it we'll take an extra theater can why not <laughs>
2: well you did technically have the degree
1: oh, my gosh. i didn't at that point yeah but you know i did get it later though. yeah you did well done well done
2: you're our theater major and best-selling author of the group so. right
1: yeah of the group i love that little yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really good of everyone here you've I, sold far
0: more books i should definitely start using
1: that you think the chicks will eat that up be like i've sold the most books of my friends <laughs>
0: i've i've sold the most <laughs> books of uh, everybody on my podcast <laughs> instead of
2: my friends too it sounds like you hang out with other authors right. and yeah. like it does a,
1: it sounds like you're piling around with. yeah, them. yeah. i mean you know dutch eventually Some. You, you never know we're gonna make joe do it too we're going to yeah. make Joe write a book. Well, yeah, he, he writes in his spare time. I'm not supposed to sell I this on the podcast. That. I'm, I'm going gonna... to get in trouble. I don't care. Hey, fuck him. He doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, that <was> Fantastic. Good.
1: <laughs> Clearly, I have respect. <laughs> yes.
2: He was our fourth man. He's
1: our fourth man. That
0: yeah. is true.
2: Mr. Joe. I
1: love that guy. Yeah, and that's the other thing. We got Joe in our 20s, so, I mean, yeah. of course it was better after high school. <laughs>
0: The pre-Joe world, right? Um, so speaking of after high school, should we talk about this film? We
1: should. You want to do fun facts on Gross Point Blank?
0: Yeah, hit those fun facts.
1: Sure. This was released April eleventh, nineteen ninety-seven. Uh, had a budget of fifteen million, and a gross of twenty-eight million.
0: A Gross Point Blank of twenty-eight. Yes.
1: Oh. Uh, and just you know, extra fun facts. This is a stellar cast. We've got John Cusack, Minnie Driver, Dan Aykroyd shows up. Show favorite Alan Arkin is in this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. We all know how much we love him from Little Miss Sunshine. Tomas even remembered his name. It's that's true. how much he yeah. loves him. And then Jeremy Piven shows up for a little bit, which isn't shocking because it's a Cusack movie. And then uh, Cusack, he was one of the uh one of the writers on this too. I didn't is, know that. Yeah, that's oh. pretty cool. Right. Fun facts. That's why I'm here.
0: You know that is a fun
1: fact, right? To be a walking punchline for my hairline, and then you know for the fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good writer, then.
2: he's part of this, part right. of the writing, yeah. He's
1: wrote a bunch of cool movies. Oh, I like that guy. I didn't know that. Cusack's the man. Of course, I mean he's my guy. So
0: yeah, he's, he's one of them. I guess That's I part of play the play reason
2: the we chose Max. this movie. That's right. Or you guys chose it.
0: I did not just watch.
1: He's just along for the ride, man. Basically. <laughs>
0: so this film. It's called Gross Point Blank. Sure. Very strange title. Right. Gross is G R O S S E. Point is also spelled with an E at the end, and then blank is just blank. Right. Um, Mega blank. The main character's name is Mark Blank. Martin. Oh yeah, Martin Blank, and then uh, Gross Point is is the the city that he will get to. Yes. Our our film opens up with this. I just used this word earlier today, but I'm going to use it again. Beleaguered gentleman.
1: There you go. Ooh. It's the word of the day. It's like Sesame Street. Yeah. There
0: you go. Right, Bele- word of the day. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he's he's on the uh, and and the, the film is like super super modern for 1997. Right. The uh, he's got his uh, you know his his headset that he's talking on his cellular phone with right. you know his his yeah. big cellular phone. He's got a headset with a mic that's wired right. in. Which uh, cutting-edge technology, you know, <laughs> it's in the roped-off section of uh, Radio Shack, and um, he's he's standing there, and he seems to be assembling a weapon, right? Uh, a uh, some some form of a sniper rifle, mm-hmm. putting it together, and he's speaking. Uh, this Martin Blank is speaking on the phone to uh, his secretary, yeah, his personal assistant. assistant clerk, yeah. clerk, yeah, yeah. Played by Joan Cusack. Yeah, his
1: real life sister. His, John
0: Cusack's real life sister. And they're they're having a conversation about kind of some some nuts and bolts stuff. Mm-hmm. The, they're she's going through mail, and as he's getting this uh, rifle ready and getting ready to uh, shoot a man on a bicycle, <laughs> yeah. she reads a letter from uh, for a high school reunion. Yeah, you know it's uh, it's fun juxtaposition because the yeah. letter is like real folksy and out of place. Yeah, so yeah. Like, hey acorns. Would you like to come back to to Gross Point? And so, like, maybe maybe you own a cheese shop, like uh, Agatha does, you know? And just yeah, on yeah. and on and on, as, as he's lining up this shot, and you can see that the man on the bicycle is about to kill a guy outside of a hotel with some security guards.
3: Yeah.
0: John Cusack takes the shot, takes the man out, and then he starts disassembling his rifle and tells uh, tells Joan Cusack, uh, uh, "Burn it, you know. Tread yeah. that letter, you know. I don't, I don't want anything to do with it." Yeah. Meanwhile, as he's putting everything together, uh, Dan Aykroyd appears yeah. from the hotel and shoots the guy who was going to get shot anyway. Yeah, that was on his bike. Yeah, yeah. And um, and when I was a, when I saw this when I was a kid, um, John Cusack looks at Grossman at. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Aykroyd's character I almost said Danny Elfman uh, Dan Aykroyd's character Different movie Yeah His his <laughs> name's uh, his name's Grossman They call him Grosser sometimes Yeah um, But I thought That's why The movie was called Gross Point Blank I thought it was like Gross The place And then blank Oh there you go yeah. Yeah. But I was wrong sense. That's Dan. an option As a dumb child Good
1: job yeah. that's Fuck That's why out, I, right.
0: I don't Remember high school So
1: <laughs> I like them We're like We're walk down Memory lane With one of them Has amnesia That's right It's <laughs> going right. be yeah. a sitcom <laughs>
0: So, um, John Cusack goes away. He, he parks his car and he's on the phone with John Cusack saying how, mm-hmm. um, you know, this isn't, uh, he's like, I got paid to kill the guy on the bike. That was it. I killed the guy on the bike. I should still get my money. And he's like, well, the clients aren't happy because their, their guy died. You know, yeah. and he's <laughs> like, that's not my problem. I killed the guy on the bike. <laughs> and then, uh, they're like, uh, I wasn't expecting grocer to show up. And he's like, um, and then she's like, oh, he's on the other line. You want to talk to him? He's like, okay, <laughs> fine. And the thing about this movie is it's very scene for scene. The overarching plot is very simple. Man, assassin goes back to his high school reunion, tries to get girl. You know, that's basically the film. Cut and dry. The strength is that scene for scene, the dialogue and the acting is really good. Yeah, You know, just the, the building blocks of this movie is greater than the sum of its parts. This the the dialogue specifically between uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Cusack is fantastic. Yeah, both of them are just rapid fire playing off of each other, just rattling words and exposition, and uh, it's a great little scene. And their interaction is um, Dan Aykroyd's trying to form a union so that these little mix-ups don't happen.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. And, uh, and John Cusack's like, no, I don't want to do that. That sounds dumb. Like, I, work why, a, I work alone. Yeah. One of
1: the one of the lines he says later is "lone gunman." That means working alone. <laughs> yeah, that makes me laugh.
0: <laughs> so, uh, but but every time they meet, they're like, you know, one arm in their jacket. You know, they're they're ready yeah, to go. While, while they're stepping each other, to, while they're stepping up to each other to shake each other's hands, they're both like kind of sidling, you yeah. know, like. Um, John Cusack is like almost in a side stance in like a <laughs> like a pose and uh, so so from there do, do we go to his uh, his job in the vent
1: yeah because uh, he's talking to the assistant she's like yeah. really trying to pitch the reunion again yeah and then he's like and yeah. he says you're fine yeah. you
0: know don't don't bring that up again
1: yeah, so he's going to I think it was Miami for the yeah. guy yeah
0: and then, so, so he goes to to Miami for his next job and I, I love the little apparatus he has so, he is in the ceiling of, uh, of another room, another apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe in the attic. Uh, and uh, he's got this, uh, this string with a with a camera. He's got this wire camera that he's laced down in front of a sleeping man. So, the dude's, like, dead to the world. His mouth is open. You know, nothing's going on. And then he has a little, like, fishing line rig. And he lowers a line, like, right to his mouth. And then he's got a little... A little plunger with some liquid in it and he hits the plunger and um the the droplets of water run down the string mm-hmm. and they're they're about to fall into the uh, unconscious man's mouth when he suddenly just turns his head at the last minute and a drop falls on the side of his face yeah. and he wakes up and uh jarjusa's like shit and he mm-hmm. runs out and he like hops the stairs yeah. and he runs into the room and he just starts shooting the guy and so he shoots him and the man says, uh, whatever what, whatever it is I'm doing, I'll stop. You know? <laughs> yeah. it's, like and, it's not me. <laughs> yeah, and then John Cusack says, it's not me, and he, he shoots him. Yeah. And uh, then we can go to uh, to the office, right? Yeah, So
2: to John Cusack's office. John
0: uh, John Cusack goes to the office, and uh, Joan Cusack informs him that the uh, the people in charge of that last job, the people who are very unhappy, mm-hmm. it was supposed to look like a heart attack. You know, that was just a hit, and they're very, very mad. And um, he's like, well, you know, deep sleep patterns indicated that that's when he'd be asleep. He moved. It happens. There's nothing to be done. Yeah. You know, and they're like, well, they they want you to take a, a pro bono job, you mm-hmm. know, just uh, to make it right. And and then she also brings up, I think it's like fate or promise right. because it's, it's right next to your high school yeah. reunion. And he's really pissed about it. He's like, yeah. I don't want to go. <laughs> and um, but, uh, you know, he, he ends up being like, OK, she she persuades him.
1: Well, he goes to the doctor. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: So as he's leaving, he tells her, uh, "Make an appointment with me with Doctor Oatman." Mm-hmm. So then we're in we're we're in an office, and uh, John Cusack is uh, talking about his problems, his issues, and uh, his his psychiatrist, played by uh, Alan Arkin. Yes, National Treasure, Alan Arkin. Yes, sir. Um, no one no one can take a nonchalant scene that's like not very funny and just have him say words and it's instantly hilarious. yeah <laughs> so Alan Arkin tells him, uh, "I don't want to be your psychiatrist. I'm not your, I'm not actually your doctor, Yeah, you know. So, like, he's um, like, oh, quit saying that. He's like, I'm emotionally involved with you. He's yeah. like, I'm afraid of you. It's like, this scares me. <laughs> so, like, four sessions in, you told me you were a hit, man. I wanted to end it, and you keep showing up every week at the same time. <laughs> and um, it's, it's a fun little dynamic they have. Yeah. I mean, he keeps cashing the checks, though. So. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's on him. Right. Like, so The money must be good. Yeah. I'd assume so. He, yeah. wrote, he wrote two bestsellers, you yeah. know, allegedly. Ghost route. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. So, so they have a conversation, and his psychiatrist tells him, "You should go. You should go to the the reunion. You know, don't kill people for a couple of days." Yeah. So he's like, "Okay, I'll go." Yeah. Also, in the uh, the office, um, they drop the name Debbie mm-hmm. because he's been having dreams about someone named Debbie right uh, for the last ten years, and he's like, "You're obsessed with this woman." <laughs> you know, it's a really bad Alan Arkin, but um so so he goes he goes to uh to his uh, high school reunion he goes to the city yeah. it's in a couple of days he wants to stop by see his house mm-hmm. um we find out that this uh debbie person is a radio dj yeah she's yep. a dj on the uh on the radio station the little local radio station in town and he hears her over the radio and he drives by her place of work and kind of creepily stalks her for a minute before driving away yeah, yeah this um, is
2: a uh, in, Gro- in gross point already gross point see, michigan so, yeah. yeah
0: right so then he goes um oh uh yeah then <laughs> he goes to the Ultramart right cuz it's
1: where his house was
0: It's a great little cut mm-hmm. um something I haven't mentioned thus far the music in this film is stellar Oh yeah great soundtrack it's uh, it's a uh, karaoke uh it's um I forget what it's called um it's basically when they use a bunch of different uh songs it's like a karaoke soundtrack or something like that I forget the term <laughs> You're the but, one that would uh, know, so. Yeah, and I am completely <laughs> blowing it. So, <laughs> you don't know. Good job. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm here for to, to completely blow it. <laughs> you can always let us down. <laughs> it's true. Thanks. Good, <laughs> uh, yeah. So as they as the, as the so Mart. he he thinks he's going home and they replaced his house with an ultramont mm-hmm. But the scene is set up beautifully because they're playing Live and Let Die in the background. <laughs> And the way that it's cut, and the way that he stands and looks—it's just—it's a really good piece of music used appropriately. And when he goes into the Ultramar, he has a hilarious conversation with the guy behind the counter. <laughs> it's like, "What are you doing here? How long have you been here? Oh, I've worked here like two months." It's like, "How? Where's your manager? How long? Where do? Where do you live? Where does your manager live?" <laughs> it's like, "Never mind. It's done." He storm Yeah, up. when it's done, it's done. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Meanwhile, uh, I, I skipped the scene a little earlier, but um, Dan Aykroyd,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
0: he's getting ready to assassinate someone when he gets a message that uh, his services will not be required mm-hmm. because they got an alternate vendor. Right. And uh, Grossman is very unhappy with this. Martin fucking blank. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, it's blank. <laughs> this is why we so, need a union. And yeah. um, so John Cusack like, okay. took his job. So he picks up a phone. And he makes a call about uh, having a pigeon. I don't know the term lingo, but basically he calls the FBI and tells them that... Uh,
1: NSA.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. He calls the NSA. Sorry. This is a big difference. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and tells them that, uh, you know, um, there's an assassin in a city and he's going to kill a guy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> which, which, gets, uh, which gets him tailed. Which gets um, John Cusack tailed. Let's see. So uh, then he, he goes to visit his uh, his mother then right? yeah he visits his mom. so he goes to visit his mom his mom's nuts mm-hmm. end of scene <laughs> I mean essentially yeah, yeah like it's it's basically establishing that he doesn't have anything really here yeah his you dad's dead we find out that yeah, yeah. He, next scene his dad's dead um, he he pours out a bottle on his dad's grave and uh, I was I was looking at the the dates on the grave and it looks like he was uh, he was he died while while he was gone uh, i believe I, I might have read it wrong but yeah. it, it looks like he died uh, during the 10 year during the 10 year gap right the another, ten years another not thing there. we find out kind of a little character piece is um, you know the the whole thing is he he just disappeared off the face of the earth right but he's been sending his mother money this whole time uh-huh. and she's crazy and nobody knows what happened to the money really right, you know? <laughs> right. so that's all too bad um, he goes to the, uh, to the uh, radio station next yeah. to try to, try to meet, uh, Debbie played by, uh, Mini Driver.
3: Yeah.
2: Mini Driver. What? Yeah. Is she in a lot of movies? Yeah. she's got. Yeah. Oh, really?
1: She's awesome. She's yeah. in, uh, I love that it just leaves my head. The the one with Matt Damon, where he's like the janitor, does Matt. She's in that one. Uh. Goodwill, Hunter. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Uh, she's in family opera she's the bad singer oh she oh my god yeah, she's la Colada. oh yeah. man i never knew yeah <laughs> that's not her singing so that's cool.
0: um yeah. she's uh she's jane and tarzan yeah disney yeah. tarzan that's yeah. that's my favorite role she's yeah. done wow. she did that so well yeah uh yeah no she's she's big she's, she's, she's so a name awesome. yeah, yeah she's great and um so
2: john cusack is back at her studio the
0: the last time I saw this movie, I didn't really have a full appreciation of Minnie Driver. I just thought she was really cute in this movie. Uh-huh. And uh, she's fantastic in this movie. She's yeah. really good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he goes to see, to see Minnie Driver, and she's on air. And uh, he kind of just creeps in, and you can see the look on her face. Like, what the hell? Like, where'd you come from? Right. You know? And... Um, Uh, And I was watching the scene closely because the last time I wasn't really paying attention. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't tell who kissed who. But I'm pretty sure she kisses him. Like right away. Like the the chemistry just is right there. It's just boom. Like all of a sudden they're just together. And then she like backs up. And then she puts him through a crucible. Yeah. We we find some exposition in this scene and this is this is how you how you do exposition. Mm -hmm. If you if you have to do an exposition dump, some movies just put two characters in a room and say, I can't believe you left me there that night in a seven hundred dollar prom dress and you disappeared for ten years without a word like you know, you have that lying, complaining like, you know, thing in a in a movie this film has it on air on the radio yeah so she's yeah, like got funny. the mic and it's it's a fantastic prop because it's right in her face and she's staring right at him it's like let me paint the picture for you <laughs> like audience 10 years ago $700 prom dress yeah <laughs> and she she tries to put him on the air yeah. she's got a mic and she's like would you like to explain yourself and he's like well and nothing he says is particularly satisfactory i I also yeah. love how he's like completely nervous of having his back to the windows the yeah. whole time he's, he's like trying to him. move yeah. around uh-huh. not have his have his back to the windows and um meanwhile
1: back at the ramp
0: people are calling in yeah. to like comment they're like I don't know I don't think he's groveling enough and someone right, else is right. like I'd make him jump through some hoops before you gave him another chance you know <laughs>
1: the guy my
0: favorite you should
1: make him wear that prom dress yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that was good <laughs> So um, and then they get another caller from the NSA.
3: Yeah.
0: Two goons, one played by Hank Azaria, mm-hmm. of all people, yes. are uh, are no. outside and they've kind of been following him around. Uh, after getting tipped off by Dan Aykroyd, he picks up the phone and he calls in. He's like, "Oh, I think you're a tough guy, big Michigan tough guy, you know." And they hang up on him, but they're they're laughing in their car, you know. Um, it's it's a really fun scene. That gets a lot of exposition out of the way, so um, so it just it doesn't go well for John Cusack. It he kind of just fails at it, yeah, because he was kind of on the spot.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, as he as he exits the radio station, having uh, having struck out, um, he he notices the uh, the NSA guys, (laughs) and he also notices a dude that just looks like looks like a goon yeah the the guy looks rough like he's he's got a real flat face he's got a lot of makeup that seemed to be covering scars or something you know it's just a short short little guy looks foreign you know they say he's french Mm -hmm. or something so he's um, uh yeah something about that and uh he notices that guy and he's like super creepy and then, as he's noticing all these people, someone notices him. Yeah. Which is Paul. Yeah. And who is Paul? He's Jeremy Piven. And who is he?
1: Oh, he's uh, his friend from high school, right? No, no, I
0: mean
1: the actor. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's one of Cusack's guys. Jeremy Piven's in uh, Say Anything. He's the guy with the firebird, you know, Here,
0: give me back my key. okay. And he's
1: in uh, The Goods, which is like a used car dealer movie where he's like the oh, lead. I've never in heard that. Of that mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then, of course, his big thing is he's on Entourage. He's the agent. He's Ari from never saw Entourage.
0: Entourage. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so I guess I wouldn't have any. Right. The
2: more you know. But in this movie, he's junkie sex he's high school. He's great in this movie, but, right?
0: He's 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 the he's the friend I want to meet after ten. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're so right. he's down the entire. He's time, down the whole man. time. Yeah. So
0: so Paul's Paul just like falls instantly at this guy's side. He's like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Let me drive you around. Like show you the town. You know, I'm I'm going to I'm a real estate agent. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be touring a house now. So <laughs> so you go to to tour a house, and uh, as they do. And they're, they're going around. Uh, he's, he's doing all right. And John Cusack kind of botches the sale just by being, yeah, you know,
1: just being you know, awkward, oversharing.
0: Yeah, just being sharing. And there's also a guy there named Terry. He yeah. <laughs> kind of botches it even more by his presence. Uh, he's like a rent-a-cop for the... Uh, I love you still use the term rent-a-cop, because I do, too. I yeah. put it in my notes. <laughs> so, Terry. He's, he's, he's basically, you know, uh, like you drive around and there are cop cars that aren't actually cop cars. Yeah, it's like They're security. private security yeah. forces. Yeah. I yeah. think uh, I think there's three of them for every police officer in the country.
1: Oh, fun fact.
0: I it's no something idea. like that.
1: And they have guns.
0: They have guns. They're allowed to shoot people. That's
1: weird.
0: <laughs> Isn't it? It's, it's an interesting country we live in. Right. Um, so... So, yeah, that's what they're saying, that you're allowed to shoot somebody, you know, on the thing. And I, I feel like this movie's kind of saying, like, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they even say, like, oh, you know, you have to take a two-week course. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so a guy named Terry shows up, and I have a suspicion that I'll share uh, later oh, in right. different scene. So um, as, they're, as they're driving down from there, <laughs> yeah. um, Paul kind of freaks out. It's like ten well, years, man. I
1: don't. It's not oh. important, but oh, it's yeah. a line that made me laugh. Paul's right. the one that brokered the deal to turn his childhood
0: home into
1: into the, the convenience old, yeah. store. <laughs> It's just so funny.
0: He's like, hey, I tried to get a family in it, but Ultramar had the best offer. <laughs> like, so, oh well, thank you for for selling my childhood. <laughs> so, oh. so yeah, Paul kind of freaks out. It's like ten years. Where have you been? And he's like, I joined the army. Right. And then I became a hitman. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, do you have to do like uh, postgraduate work for <laughs> <Yeah>. that?" What <or?" laughs> the lo- one of the running jokes I love about this movie is that he tells everybody he's a hitman. Yeah, like no. Everybody no. that asks, he says he's a hitman, and everybody has a witty one line response. Right. To it, you know, some yeah. kind of
1: <laughs> growth enterprise. <laughs> yeah, that's the
0: that's my favorite though. The very last one that they do, the guy says uh, he's like, "I'm a hitman." He's like, "Well, it's a growth enterprise." <laughs> And uh, that was the first time I'd ever heard that phrase. Uh-huh. I had to ask my dad. I'm like, Dad, what, is, what does enterprise mean? Like, uh, <laughs> it's like four. Um, no, I was I was like, what's a growth enterprise? It's like, oh, it's a it's a business that's burgeoning. Like, you know, 1950s aviation. I'm like, oh, okay, because that made sense to me. You yeah, 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 yeah. Post World War II boom, people, oh, of lots course. of pilots yes. coming back, people getting into right, uh, naturally aviation. You know, yes, of course, planes are getting cheaper. Yeah, I'm like yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm with you. Somebody. So he tells this this whole story, and uh, then he he gets dropped off. He he looks through the window at Mini Driver for a bit, and then he goes to the Ultramart. Yeah. To do who knows what, and he goes in, and uh, the uh, the clerk is playing the Doom arcade stand
1: while listening to Motorhead. That's right. Yes. I was
0: listening to Ace of Spades. Right. That's A right. song that haunted my expert mode on the original Guitar Hero. Uh, I still hate really? that song to this day. Yeah. Yeah, that, Guitar Hero Yeah It, it haunted me Do Not you know? all of us are champions Tomas <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Tomas is like I can play that song With my foot Right but
2: like, <laughs> On a real guitar Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Not to brag or anything
0: Right That's you know. <laughs> about the-
2: Your meaningless existence
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm a big fan of Ace of Spades, so oh, yeah, man. I was, no, I was glad to hear it. It's not a bad song, but I I, I I literally heard it like five hours a day for a good two weeks trying to trying <laughs> right. to beat that. It was one of the two. I never I never quite yeah. got mm-hmm. on, on the super expert mode, in the original guitar. Um, so, so, the clerk is distracted. The, yeah, the clerk is distracted is the point. Thank you. At much, the convenience store. Much like the, the person trying to, to helm this thing with his voice. Very distracted. Gets off tangent. So he's playing the Doom Arcade, listening to Ace of Spades. And uh, immediately when it, when this scene starts, uh, I'm just gonna call him Frenchie. Frenchie runs in, guns ablazing. Okay, Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> <laughs> that might be worse. That might be worse. Uh, the the person who's allegedly French runs in. Right. Two Uzis flaring. Yeah. It doesn't even conceal them
1: at all. Yeah. Right? No.
0: Full shootout, and I, I love this film's liberal use of an of uh of ammunition. Yeah, they just go for it. Yeah, they all don't the time. count yeah. bullets, right? No, yeah. everybody's unloading in every scene. <laughs> yeah, and, he was. Uh,
2: He's came in to kill John Cusack. Yeah. It seems
0: full full fun shootout, bullets flying. Uh, Clark doesn't notice at all. And uh, then when uh when the assassin leaves, uh John Cusack notices that there's C four in a microwave. Yeah. And uh, the the countdown is at like seven seconds, and and uh, John Cusack beats it, and he makes it a good like three steps out the door before he goes back for the clerk. It's a great little skin He does <laughs> yeah. it's very realistic. There's there's a lot of very physical moments of like realistic physical comedy that I enjoy. You know where it's just like just right under the top. You know it's it's not quite over the top, but it's it's like grounded right in a in a in a fun way. And he runs back in for the clerk, and the place explodes. When when the when the microwave hits zero, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So microwave. Is, so the, so the whole place explodes, and uh, the clerk's like, "Why'd you do that, man?" And he's like, "It wasn't me." Like you know, it's not me. That's his running like you yeah know, thing. He's like, "It's not me." It's like, "Are, are you okay?" He's like, "No, going to find a new job." <laughs> and uh, I'd like to take another tangent. Yeah, man. I'll try to keep it under Tanty sixty seconds. Away. Yeah. One of my pet peeves in film, is when people like ignite C4. Sure, yeah, it, we talked about it in
1: Demolition Man. Yeah, it and, really and upsets rush me. Rush Hour too. <laughs> that came up,
0: and, and I was I was upset particularly with this one because it has the mercury trigger sticking out of it. You can see the little vial of mercury yeah. coming out of the thing. So like I've trying to I've tried to justify it. I'm like uh, I'm like the guy, you know he he's. He's set his detonator for exactly when the microwave goes off because he's just he's got a flare for the showmanship right. that or he's counting the whole time you know it's still flare for the showmanship yes the the other little nitpick I have about the scene um, is like they get out you know the 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 other assassin has successfully disoriented and flushed out his target clearly he has no qualms about making a mess then would have been a great time to just unload on him if right. he had any ammunition or anything left yeah like, but it's just kind of like, well, that scene happened, and and they move on, and that's like my one.
1: Well, he drives away, like you hear his car drive away, because yeah. he thinks he finished him off. Like maybe he didn't mm. think he was getting out of there. Like he didn't I mean, leave enough yeah. time. Possibly, like, yeah. That's, yeah. Right. that's me trying to say. No, me. no, no, that's fine. That's good. I didn't
0: notice that. So yeah, that that does it for me. Yeah, that's all I need. I need I need a, I need a little like band aid over the. Right. You know, that's that's enough. So. So after that, still looking at the flaming wreck of the Ultraman. Mm. Uh, John Cusack calls up Minnie Driver to set up a date yeah. at the Hippo Club. Hippo Club. Yeah. That's uh, that's where my dad eats. Debbie. But, um, He's trying to get back with Debbie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He is hippo
0: enough for the Hippo Club. Oh. <laughs>
1: you know, uh, it's a general rule of thumb is uh, don't go after people that actually listen to the show. <laughs> that's
0: true. <laughs> <laughs> Alienate one of our two listeners. That's 50% right, right, of our market. That's not
1: good, right? If we lose Rob, we're in
0: trouble. 98% of our market by weight. <laughs> Terrible.
1: And then me laughing. I'm in trouble, too. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. He's a bad influence. <laughs> he has been for 15 years.
0: <laughs> this is all Dutch's fault. I was good before I met him. <laughs> so... Uh, um he he has his date with uh with uh debbie at the restaurant right. and uh um, he wants their, to... their chemistry is ridiculous mm-hmm. throughout this film like it's it's really good she just she lights up the whole scene mm-hmm. like her her little smiles her little jokes and um the banter is fantastic their little back and forth um yeah just do yourself a favor and watch the movie they did I, I, a really
1: good job of casting yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. But you know he he does a little better here. He he tries to like make up for you know all the stuff he's done, and yeah. uh, but it's not it's not quite there. And then um, he goes into the bathroom on the date, and the two uh, NSA guys are there, mm-hmm. and he's like, okay, I'm gonna you know be back at the hotel in 15 minutes. See you guys there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, what they don't know is that uh, Dan Aykroyd Grossman is also in another stall, and he comes out. and's like, why didn't you cap him? And he's like. Mm-hmm so we're the government we can't kill him until he does something bad you know <laughs> he's like oh and then uh, they're like oh he's coming back and Dan Aykroyd runs in the bathroom and they just kind of stand around for a couple <laughs> seconds then Dan Aykroyd comes back out of the store and says you guys suck <laughs> like, like so I, I love I love these little extra moments that yeah. like the film has they have a lot of like little nice touches that like fill out a scene that end a scene well it's it's a it's a very well written movie because any movie can just take you through the paces, cover the exposition, do the things it needs to do. But, like, that scene was over. Nothing else needed to happen. Mm-hmm. But they just ended it with that little punchline. And all of these scenes do this. All of the scenes, like, start with something, they end with something. They're, they're peppered through the middle. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, um, it's really good if, if you'd like to know how to, like, write a, an interesting film. Yeah, you know it's it's not like an art piece or anything, but the film maintains your attention throughout. Yeah. there's there's never yeah. there's never a scene in this movie that I'm like, oh man, we got to get through this scene.
1: You're right. It's not like oh, this is filler. Right. Yeah. yeah, you know there's there's
0: a few moments in, in a few movies where like you know even movies you like where you're like oh this you know we'll we'll get through this. Scene. Right. You know, right. Like all, like every single part where they're not fighting in Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, you right. know right. like yeah. just you got to get through them. Right. But, right. Right. Like every every scene in this movie is punchy. Yeah, it it all has it all has a flow. It all has a movement, and uh, even the unnecessary parts seem necessary. Yeah. After this, he has a call on the phone with Joan Cusack, trying to figure out all who's in town, Mm -hmm. find out there's more players. He's had a couple calls with John Cusack. I think this is the second or the third. Yeah, they're on the phone a lot. (laughs) Yeah, they they're on the phone a lot. Uh, It's that way. You know, Joan Cusack only has to share a scene with him once. (laughs) They really hate each other. I have no clue. Wouldn't
1: that be the narrative? Wouldn't that be so crazy?
0: Yeah, that would be great if they secretly just hate each other and can't like, why
1: is he putting in her on movies then?
0: <laughs> you know, he's still got the parents. It's like, you should put your sister in some of your movies. Yeah. yeah. yeah right, I buy that. Yeah. That's so mean. Joan Cusack's great. Like, she's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. She can easily put him in her movies. That's just right. really good. Right. Um,
1: Did John Cusack and Adam's family come
0: on? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. What about Debbie? <laughs> <laughs> sorry no mercedes this year all right so he's, so, phone. <laughs> so he's on the phone and the he's had this red envelope with him the whole time which is the job he's supposed to be doing but he yeah. keeps putting it off he's like oh, well, i'll do it tomorrow i'll well, do it tomorrow you know, he's, well, he's to, in town i to
1: think what alan arkin said he's trying yeah. not to kill anybody yeah
0: he's yeah. he's trying to put it off because he doesn't yeah. want to he doesn't want to do it and she she Plus, keeps
1: i think there's also part of it too is that he enjoys being back. And, like, he, as long as he yeah. doesn't do the job, like, yeah. he's still, like... He's, he's there. still there yeah. as long
0: as he's not doing the job. And, yeah. uh, and, well, Joan Cusack tells him, like, oh, well, you know, there's a lot of big people here, but luckily you were too fast for him, sir. Right. And he's like, I'll do it tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Just, like, it's, it's not done? He's like, nope. And, uh... So that's basically that scene, where it's, like, you know, his, his doubt to the building. He's not really sure yeah. what's he, what he wants to do. And, uh... From there, he uh, he runs to uh, Mini Driver's house. Yeah, yeah. So middle to of the night, Debbie's house. Sorry, yeah, Debbie's house. True. Yeah. Middle Debbie's. of the night, uh, he he runs to the house, and uh, he's like, "Hey, I thought we could talk," you know. And she literally, like, runs to the door. And I, I like it because he does a knock. And it's a very special knock. Yeah. So it's like, that's probably has significance. Yeah, it's
1: probably their thing, yeah.
0: So she, like, she literally runs to the door. And then she gets there and looks pissed. And I love that. I love how, like, she's like, I'm not forgiving this asshole. Yeah. And at the same time, she's not completely shutting him out. Right. Know? It's it's a fun little cat and mouse that they're doing. Yeah. She lets him in and she's like, you can come in for a little bit. You know, you can't come in. Yeah. Okay, you can come in. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's him in, and they have a little discussion. He's like, "Oh, is this the same, you know, room? It hasn't changed." She's yeah. like, "Yeah, it's a shrine. You know, my apartment burned down, or something like that." Right. You know, I'm here until I can get my new thing. he's like, "Is, is that the same bed?" I's like, yeah, it's like the magic bed, the magic carpet. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever." <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: And uh, he he wants to take her to the uh, reunion. Right. And uh, she's not really sold, but you can tell she wants to go. And she's like, "Okay, I'll, I'll do it for an airplane." Yeah. It's like, okay, I have very fond childhood memories of airplanes. I have bestowed yes. airplanes upon others. And what it is is... Um, Watching movies about gladiators? <laughs> nicely done. <laughs> One person lies on their back and, and sticks their, their feet together. It's kind of like if you were sitting down with your back straight up, but your, your back is up against the ground. And yeah. your, your legs are up. Yeah, and you, 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 you put your feet on the person's waist mm-hmm. and you just extend your feet up so that they're kind of flying in the air. You know, they only have one point of contact with your feet.
1: Right. It's a
0: fun, cute little balancing thing to do. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun and it's Are cute. Are you
1: going to airplane me later?
0: I've only, if you play your cards right. Nice. So, um, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun and I've never seen it in any other form of media, any other book, any other movie anywhere. I've only seen it in this movie. Right. Right. Considering this huh. came out in ninety seven it's possible that like it may be responsible for the airplanes I was given as a child, hmm. but possibly not who knows well, like out of context no. yeah, out of context that's a weird sentence right <laughs> I was in a grown man naked <laughs> <laughs> so um, so so that's fun i I really enjoy that scene every every scene with the two of them is so sweet, yeah um. This, the chemistry is off the wall. I can't. I can't reiterate that enough. You could. <laughs> sure. So. So she agrees to go with him, and he says, "Yeah, seven o'clock on the dot." Mm-hmm. And then uh, he he goes back home. This is where my notes run out. Oh, okay. <laughs> well,
1: the next day, he's at breakfast. Dan's and then Dan on. Aykroyd comes by.
0: Yeah, he goes to breakfast, and Dan Aykroyd shows up. And, uh, he Like a clearly, diner. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the NSA sees him showing up, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, looks like grocer's brown bagging it today." Like, you know, because he's yeah. got a brown bag that obviously has a gun in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, John Q. Sexy's Dan Aykroyd come into the restaurant, and he very like overtly cocks his leg.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's great. He's like wearing pants, but he like reaches down to his pants, and he just like like on on his pant leg. Mm-hmm. And that's a fun little bit of writing, and they kind of have a standoff in the restaurant. Yeah. And uh, once again, super sharp dialogue between these two. They yeah. almost have as much chemistry as Q Sag and Mini Driver. It's, Pooch it's right. Puncher. Yeah. So it's revealed that the uh, the Frenchman is after him. Yeah. Because he killed a dog. <laughs> He's like, you took a hit out on a dog. <laughs> it's like, it it it, I, it wasn't on purpose. Like I never kill an animal. Hound Hitter. Yeah. Poundator, Pooch <laughs> and uh, so it—it it turns out it was an incident with a stick of dynamite and a golden retriever, so which—which <laughs> which is a classic uh, uh, urban legend that may or may not have happened. All right. Um, the closest thing I can think of to it was uh, when the when the Germans trained their dogs to blow up the Russian tanks, now, or maybe it was the other way around. Did they do that on MythBusters? Is the question. Um, I forget if it was the Germans or the Russians, but one of them was training dogs to, like, wear explosive vests and run under tanks. I've heard about that. It's pretty fucked up. But they didn't have the tanks of the enemy army. They only had their tanks. so They are training them under their own tanks. So when the battlefield situation occurred, which tanks do you think they ran under? Yeah. (laughs) Stooges. That's funny. Yeah. So. War is hell. Yeah. So... So they have this confrontation in the restaurant and it's basically Dan Ankroyd's like, I don't wanna kill you, I wanna work with you
1: Yeah.
0: And um to work together. The the whole time I saw this movie the first time I I, I was rooting for Dan Aykroyd. Like I really wanted them to join How the union. How
1: dare you? <laughs> You got a Richard Cusack. Well, at this point, you probably only seen Ghostbusters. No, no,
0: I mean, I, was, I, I wasn't I, was hoping that... I was hoping that John Cusack would join Dan Aykroyd's team, oh, that they okay. would unionize, you know? I thought yeah. that would be a nice way to tie up the film with a nice little bow. He's like, yeah, you know, I'll be an administrator in the union. I won't have to kill anybody. I'll make mini-driver... That's that's right. where my eight-year-old brain was, right. you know? I, I didn't think killing people would be a problem with somebody, you know? Like...
1: I like you have the same moral flexibility. (laughs) The same
0: moral flexibility. So, well, some people kill people. It's just what happens. Sure. So, um, as as they go on uh, with this scene, uh, they both order breakfast in a hilarious rapid fire way. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they get the breakfast, uh, John Cusack spills the plate and runs out of Mm (laughs) it. It's it's a dumb little scene, but it just reiterates that you know they're there and they're doing stuff um is the next scene with paul
1: well the next scene is he's uh talking to the assistant getting ready uh for the reunion and then he's like i want to talk to dr oatman because he's kind of freaking out that's yeah he's nervous eating lunch (laughs) while he's talking to
0: him yeah oatman's eating lunch and he's telling him to do breathing exercises and a whole bunch of stuff and he just says you know just just don't don't kill anybody right and then martin he's going
1: to the reunion and he leaves his gun yeah, yeah, he decides
0: to leave his gun. Yeah. So um, he's also 22 minutes late for picking a mini driver, and right. mini driver is like, oh, yeah, he did it is. again. Yeah. Like you know, which is where my head would be at. Yeah, but Definitely. he shows up and he has flowers, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, lovely. Let me put them in some rubbing alcohol, uh-huh. right?
3: <laughs>
0: which I love. Right. And he's like, yeah, you, you do that. And then uh, she's like, oh, go talk to my father. So he goes to talk to the father, and um, he's like, uh, hello. And he's like, oh, you're here early. I lost the bet on the millennium. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, and it's so like, I'm, I'm, you know, it's like, you really hurt my daughter, but I was really glad when you didn't show. You know? <laughs> and then he's like, what have you been up to? He's like, oh, I've been a, I'm a professional hitman. Oh, it's a growth industry. Yeah. <laughs> so fun (laughs) god everybody has a great line uh, it's like do you need a postdoc for that or is it free market Uh, i forget the other one there was was one more floating around but he has this conversation with his dad uh clearly huge house you know comes from money um and then uh he uh john q sag mini driver take off for the reunion yes sir yeah and they uh, they get there and it's all fo- kinds of awkward reunion fun.
1: All the stuff we missed out on.
0: Yeah, you know, someone's there in a wedding dress, just got married. Somebody right. else is like, you know, they they talk with the bubbly like clerk at the front. Right. You know, they find uh, old bullies, old friends. Paul's there. Uh, Terry's there. They get a pen. They get a pen. Yeah, a real estate <laughs> guy or no, a lawyer gives them a pen. Very yeah. fancy pen. Uh. Paul's there trying to hit on a blonde girl that clearly never gave him the time of day and still isn't giving him we the time We were
1: money. in 11 classes. He's <laughs> like, oh,
0: just looking for validation. It looks like Paul struck out again. <laughs> um, we could have had those problems. What's what's another scene um, that I like in the reunion? Uh, lady with a neck brace who said that, like, you know, she was in the afterlife. Yeah. Um, Holding a baby. Drunk you. ass. Oh, yeah, that's the important scene. That's right. what I wanted, yeah he holds a baby like there's someone there with the baby and it quiets down it's a little scene and he holds the baby and this baby smiles so wide it's a big baby smile and he's like you know beginning to question all the hitman stuff yeah, yeah <laughs> looking yeah. at that baby so uh he gives the baby back and he takes a picture of mini driver with the baby mm-hmm. and um there's a there's a moment where he runs into terry and terry's like wired <laughs> terry terry being the rent-a-cop from earlier yeah and uh, he clearly displays that he's packing that he has <laughs> yeah. a gun yeah. and then he takes off and John Cusack's like shaking his head like oh man what's that about <laughs> right so I believe there was a deleted scene there right because we set up Terry mm-hmm. we sh- and then like later we show that Terry has a gun mm-hmm. but this is the last scene in the film with Terry yeah. So think I, I think there's a deleted scene because, I like, you know, we know that John Cusack doesn't have a gun. We know that Terry does have a gun. So I thought there'd be a moment where he'd have to track down Terry to grab the gun. Yeah. Or, like, you know, mm. something would happen. But I feel like whatever that scene was no longer existed or was written out or something. Yeah. Because um, it's, it's, there's too much setup on Terry for it to just die there, in my right. opinion. Like, it's, it's kind of a nothing <laughs> thing. It might just be a dead end, but I don't know. Right. I'm just, I'm just smelling something there. Yeah. Um, and as he's at the reunion, him, he and uh, he and Debbie uh, take off for the nurse's room. Yeah, because oh, she's
1: uh, not feeling well, and neither is he.
0: Yeah, to to have a very uh, quick makeout session. Uh, Possibly
1: more. I'm pretty sure they bang. i um,
0: Who's to say?
1: I don't know. So, as as <laughs> I just they, like to say the word bang, I'll be honest with you. Aston the viewers, exact corner.
0: As as they exit the nurse's office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, They they decide to part ways. Because he's like, let's let's go somewhere for like a week. You know, get away from everything. She's like, yeah, let me say goodbye to some people. He's like, I'm going to be hanging by my old locker. Right. So he goes to his old locker. He digs up like a completely decrepit joint that he had hidden there from years ago. And it just kind of falls apart and he smiles to himself. Meanwhile, the Frenchman has infiltrated the party. Right. There's a fun little scene where he comes in. And this is great because they could have just had him show up. Yeah. you know like i'm in the hall like the boogeyman type of deal. It's like right. i'm here. Instead they have a scene where he walks up to the desk mm-hmm. and uh he's like it is i, Cheryl, and like points to a name tag yeah. he's like, "Oh, you've really changed. <laughs> Save a dance for me." Like you know. <laughs> So um so he he goes up and um and they have a really well-done fight. Yeah. So i believe um i was told a while ago and I, I haven't double-checked it, but I believe that um, the this gentleman is um, John Cusack's kickboxing coach. The guy that taught him how to kickbox and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, because uh, he had to learn kickboxing for say anything. Mm-hmm. And he loved it. He loved the sport, and he does it to this day. Sport of the future. Yeah, sport of the future. <laughs> as far as I know, he's still doing kickboxing. But, um, so, yeah, they have a really well-done fight scene, which ends with him murdering the the frenchman with the pen given to him by the lawyer yeah
2: even though john cusack agreed not to kill anybody yeah i mean he kind of had to in this case yeah, yeah so
0: so he stabs him with a pen just in time for debbie to come up and see everything yeah no good right she starts screaming she takes off you know and then um Paul finds her going down the stairs like where's our boy yeah and and he goes up and he sees the body and everything and he's a little shocked but not like that shocked right John Cusack starts wrapping the body up in a banner he's like give me that give me that banner over there as well and he pulls it down Paul's a trooper he helps him burn the body no questions no questions asked just just helps him so like are they trying to kill you he's like yeah they're like you know and they throw the body in the furnace Great little fun scene, you know, they throw the body down he some stairs. His hand, like he it. burns his hand it's on, on nice the furnace <laughs> twice. Yeah, no, it's, this this movie's permeated with these little moments yeah. Of, of, yeah. of humanity. Even when they're moving the body, uh-huh. when they're moving it down the stairs, they're kind of at an awkward run because they have it balanced on the guard rail as yeah. they're taking it down, you know, to yeah. make it lighter. And it's just, it's a bunch of little crap like that that really sells all the actions yeah. of the scene. Yeah. Um, Stay so burn the body, and then at the at the bar, because then he goes back to the to the little to the little uh, bar at the reunion. Mm-hmm. You know, they set up something. He grabs some ice, and Paul says, "Like, oh, you're gonna get the girl." He's like, "Oh, tell tell Debbie, I'm sorry." And Paul kind of walks off, disgusted. Mm-hmm. Sadly, uh, rap on Paul yeah. for the film. I, I really wish they would have given him a little a little nod, but the pacing yeah wouldn't have left it to be done. Mm-hmm. So, um, so uh, John Cusack goes home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, does he call up Dr. Oatman first?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. He, he so he calls up Dr. Dr. Oatman and he's
0: like completely monotone. He's like, uh, Dr. Oman, uh, things are going pretty well for me here. Like really, really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I think I'd like to uh, discontinue our therapy. I think you're disinterested and you don't take the uh, therapy seriously. Yeah. We cut to Ellen Arkin with like a lady weeping on the couch and him trying to disconnect <laughs> the phone. Yeah. He's like trying to pull the wires out.
1: <laughs> and then he ends up like throwing it. Yeah. yeah so funny uh,
0: then he calls Joan Cusack and it's it's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie I, I don't know why but I just really like it uh, Joan Cusack is lighting the place on fire she's got a can yeah. of gasoline and she's got a cigarette in her mouth Yeah. she's just pouring gas and screaming she's hitting a like computer with a hammer and uh, and he calls her up and she's like oh sir how you doing and he's like um, he's like I, I want you to get around and she's like yeah I'm cleaning up the office now Yeah. he's like okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna go find you. She's like, "Oh, uh, why?" He's like, "No, no, it's not like that." Yeah. He's like, uh, "Check under your desk. I left a little something for you." Yeah. And it's a huge stack of hundred dollar bills. Right. It's like a lot of money. It's yeah. a huge wad. And she's like, "Oh." He's like, and he's like, "Profit sharing. You deserve it." Yeah. He hangs up the phone. Yeah. And she does a little happy scream. Woo! Yeah. And that—that's—that's uh that's a wrap on Joan Cusack. Yeah. So, as he's sitting there, kind of dejected in, in bed, he, he tears open the envelope. He's like, let's see who you are. Well,
1: yeah, does Debbie come before or after the envelope? I think she comes Oh, up. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Debbie
0: comes before. So Debbie comes up, and she asks, like, was that guy was trying to hurt you? He's like, yeah. yeah. He's like, why? Is it something you, you do? He's like, is it something you did? Like, <laughs> well, it's something I do. And John Cusack launches into a tirade that makes a lot of sense to me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's supposed to sound crazy. But he basically says like,
1: maybe I'm. No, no, he he
0: basically talks about nations being social constructs, and that like you know none of none of it is like it's it's basically like population control, and how like you know state mandates, kill, murder, soldiers, pilots, carpet bomb things. He's like, I don't do that. Like you know, if I'm at your door, you probably did something wrong. Right. You know, I don't. I don't kill good people just by the nature of my business you know Right. it's like i don't kill like, she's like you're you're a psychopath it's like, no psychopaths kill for fun i kill for money right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. line of the film yeah <laughs> and uh you know he's like pilots carpet bomb villages you know i'm not i'm not a part of that i just do like you know this yeah you know and he's like you you people like try to justify it you know they say you know social order hierarchies it's like i just you know you you do the work because you're trained at it, because you're good at it, and eventually you get to like it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she totally freaks out, and he's like, he, he wants to try to make it work. She's like, you don't get it. You don't get to have me. Yeah. And I love that line. Yeah. Uh, and she kind of just storms out of there. And he's, uh, he says, you're overreacting. She's like, yeah. Yeah. And slams the door. So, um, then he looks at the envelope. Right. So the whole time he's had an envelope, he hasn't opened it up yet. So when he's sad, he... Like, the implication, some time passed. He opens up the envelope and he sees that it's Debbie's dad. Yeah. He's a star witness. Yeah. And I also think it's funny because earlier when he's talking to Debbie's dad... When he has, how's it going? He's like, oh, you know, exploiting humans. You know, he says stuff yeah. like that. And, like, so he's saying the exact same thing that he's been saying the whole time. Right, and he's right. like, I'm a professional hitman. No one takes him seriously. Same thing with the dead. Yeah. So uh, the dead's a star witness in a federal case. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to knock him off. Um, Grossman's accepted the hit. And he's... Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd. And uh, through movie magic, it's the next morning. The man's taking a jog. Down the uh, down the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a van parked in the middle of the road getting ready to shoot him. Uh, Dan Aykroyd literally has Debbie's dad in his sights. Yeah. And uh, John Kiesek wheels the car in front of him. He's driving down the road, like, trying to get him, and he wheels in front of him, throws him in the car. And tells him that there's people trying to kill him. Right, so you must have done some bad shit. Yeah. And he like, and he throws the envelope on him and all kinds of papers. And he's like, my whole life is in here. It's like, let's hope not. <laughs> Great little throwaway line. Yeah. So they they throw him in the uh, so so they get they get to Debbie's house, which uh, we we all agreed is a defensible location. Mm-hmm. You know, bit too many exits. Oh, and then on the way. You know, he's like, he's like, why are you here? It's so like, it's uh, like because I'm in love with your daughter, and I found a newfound respect for life. Then it cuts to Dan Arko in the car. It's like, oh man, he must either be in love with his daughter or found a newfound respect for life. That was
2: a good So
0: perfect.
2: I appreciate it. So man. they
0: they run in, they run into a house, and uh, it's a fun little mixture of of shootout and emotional confession. Yeah. Where John Cusack's like just pouring his heart out while shooting people. Yeah. And uh, she's just kind of dealing with the fact that they're about to die. Yeah, And so, uh, you know, it's a fun little scene. They shoot a couple people. It comes down, of course, to to Dan Aykroyd and uh, John Cusack. But before then, the two NSA guys storm in and they both shoot them to yeah, death. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd. And then Dan Aykroyd's like, oh, workers yeah. of the world unite. Yeah. Right. It yeah. Yeah. makes me laugh. Those he's NSA like, agents. He's like, why blasted. don't we
1: stop this fighting and then we'll go upstairs and pop dead? Yeah. <laughs> like, it makes me laugh so yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, John Cusack, with the help of a TV, is able to dispatch Dan Aykroyd. Right. It's really fun. He just throws a TV at his head. Yeah. Um, fun little scene. Because Dan Aykroyd throws a gun out there for John Cusack to get, but he's planning on shooting him in the back, and instead John Cusack just drops a TV on his head. So, yeah. that works. fun little thing. Uh, conflicts revolved. John Cusack goes upstairs to open the door, and, uh, uh, Minnie Driver has a gun that he gave her, and she, like, unloads the gun. Yeah perfect chance for like a night of the living dead ending but like you know right. we don't we don't get that so <laughs> instead he's like uh he says uh he's like Debbie will you marry me and she like uses the gun to slowly close the door on yeah. him
1: yeah and the dad's like you have my blessing <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny and and i love i yeah. love
0: john cusack's look while she's closing the door cuz he's sweaty he's covered in blood he's yeah. he's soaked in blood and uh she's like has the barrel of the gun slowly closing the door and he like puts his hands up like okay okay right, yeah right, this right. is fair this is fair <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? take your time yeah and then um then the movie cuts to like the empty radio station right yeah cause
1: it's like playing a, re- like a recording yeah
0: it's playing it. a recording where she's saying like well forget about for like you know forgiving and forgetting just you know forgive and get out of town you know? right. and uh they're they're both driving down the road together in a car Yes, sir. and uh, that's the end of the film yeah
1: happy ending beautiful this, uh, little movie
0: it, it is beautiful it's a great film from beginning to end it's entertaining throughout it was the first uh film to open my eyes to uh, a subgenre i call assassin comedy right um <laughs> it's it's a wide genre there's the a big lot of hit. it <laughs> the big hit is that's gun shy is that the other one yeah the big yeah. hit gunshine. well that's an fbi but there's hitman in there right. well oliver platt right he's the hitman uh yeah, gun shy, uh, hard, uh, hard target. Mm. Um, there's, there's a bunch of them that I really enjoy. Uh, Seven Psychopaths, uh, In Bruges, um, just really, really stellar like comedies about you know the, mm-hmm. how easily life can be taken away. Yeah, you, you, you could even say Deadpool. You know, like if right. you, if you wanted to stretch it a bit, but just movies about with with charm and wit about people who make their living killing people. Right yeah and i i really love that genre Uh um there's uh there's some that aren't great but uh most of them most of them are able to hold my attention and and make me make me smile this one's the cream of the crop it's up there right um it it outclasses macho man yeah yeah. the the big hit is like one of the funnier movies that i really enjoy we might do that someday i don't know which one yeah it's called the big hit it's uh one of marky mark's first films Who the heck? Who is Mark? The... More popularly known in contemporary circles as uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Ah. But he once upon a time he had a funky bunch, you see. That is true. Yeah. And, it's in, uh, my,
1: you know, more than casual racism too, but we don't need to get into that. A bit more than casual racism <laughs> in the big hit. Yeah. <laughs> as well as
0: uh, some some questionable right. things. But the big hit's fun. Right. Moving on. Uh, right. I've noted it for so. later. All oh, right. Yeah, I I really that that might have to be a dungeon because it's a little questionable, and I want to drag the whole pod people down with me.
1: The the the, the part at the movie, the movie <laughs> rental
0: place.
2: <laughs> but, you, but you're the voice of the pod people. That's
0: right. So so back to back to Gross Point Blank, the, right. the one we're on. Um, I, I fucking love this movie. I do too. It's so
1: good. I was happy that you're like, because we were going to do this on Zach's Corner as yeah. our little reunion thing. Yeah. And Dutch was like, no, that's like main show. Yeah, veto that. Right. Uh, I want to talk about Gross Point Blank. Like, well, I mean, I would have brought you on the corner. But no, I'm happy it's a real episode too. And we had space to fill. So it all kind of worked out. Yeah. So, you
2: know. Definitely. And then we got a bonus episode to go along with it. Right
1: oh we're gonna release that near the same time
2: maybe a little bit after but yeah. it'll come in I this one like first it. this one will come in first it's a yeah. full episode and then yeah yeah
1: Ooh, how fun. and then
2: coming in after but the other one's ready too
1: cool all right tomas what'd you think of the movie let's get some Tomas's in the zoo.
2: well one thing you did mention i did appreciate their chemistry john cusack and
1: what is her name mini, mini driver. driver
2: mini driver yeah, yeah. off
0: the charts yeah, yeah. sparks
2: yeah that was a lot of fun and just him interacting with this uh, what is that what was the guy's name
1: Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd. yes Dan yeah, Aykroyd his
2: and his friend that was with them. yeah Paul no matter what he's just mm-hmm. it's all these little things he said it's kind of scene to scene I, I felt yeah. that too but like every, each had its part and I
3: yeah
2: I enjoyed your commentary as always oh, thank as you. I do on the show this <laughs> is pretty much how it goes when we watch the movies <laughs> yeah I'm just here listening and watching
0: <laughs> Thomas likes to watch. Yeah. So do we, which is why we have a podcast about movies. Exactly,
1: man. Exactly. That's true.
2: And listening, that's what I do. I listen and right. edit the sound.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Cool.
2: High, high grade for me.
1: All right. Well, what is that grade? I'll,
2: I'll, I'll be an A.
1: Ooh.
2: Dutch.
0: <laughs> oh, it's got to be an A. Nice. Of course. I love this movie. I nice. I had it on VHS. Once I ran out of space for VHS, I donated it to the Pod People Library. Well, actually, it was this pre-Pod People. I know movie. it's yeah. just the pre-Pod People, uh, Zach Film Horde. Right. And uh, they have too grand- many movies. <laughs> yes. Dude,
2: Grandfathered in. Like Five hundred movies. So many. It's Grandfathered so many into movies. the Pod People Library now. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Is that the only VHS in there?
1: Uh, well, no. I mean, that's not in the Pod People. That's in my movies. But um, I, I could put it in the Pod People Video Library. I mean, if you want to strip that away from me. you know, whatever. I mean,
0: kind of. Just, we know how much we like to strip everything. I know.
1: I can't have nice things.
0: And Zach, what would your grade for the? Well,
1: I mean, I adore this movie. It's so much fun. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's just like you know, I love the, I love the cast so much. Yeah. Like Minnie Driver and John Cusack are two of my favorites. And it's just so much damn fun. It's yeah. one of the Cusack's best movies, which is crazy to say because uh, yeah, you love all his movies. Like plus. in the eighties and nineties were like his best movies. Yeah. So I mean, that guy's the best. So yeah, I mean, I go A plus. Cause I really loved yeah. it. All right. Such a fun movie, and it's like a uh, cool like right now. It's like perfect for us, cause we're like we're right in that reflexive pocket, right? Like we're actually yeah. looking back. So like it's kind of fun to watch movies like that. Yeah. You know, first time I watched it, I was like, man, could you imagine being out of high school for ten years, and here we are. We've been out for ten years, yeah. man. It's it's been had been a good while. time. Yeah, and we're just getting started, right? Like this isn't the end. This oh, we is got an a lot of Ongoing stuff. book.
2: We also got a lot of stuff going on for the pod people. Oh so. yeah,
1: lots of exciting things. We won't announce anything till it's official, but yeah, great things coming up for the pod people for yep. sure. Working hard on yeah. it. Yeah. We're
0: we're looking at getting a a, a third uh, a third listener.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Nice. All right, man. If we got nothing else to say, let's get these people out of here because this has been a lot of us talking. That's you know, right. I'm sure they're good. If you made it
2: this far. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, we love you guys
1: good. so much. Thanks, Thanks for you, listening huh? in right right hopefully when you guys get to your tenure you have good reflective moments and you're with your friends from high school that'd be fun uh, i don't know man. let us know comment on this uh, episode link about how long you guys been out you know if you guys have any fun or if stories you're still in. right yeah you know we'd love to hear from you we love you guys yeah. man
2: yeah or you could write a review for a show right something. whatever reviews
1: will always help out the show It'll give us more even visibility. the scathing ones right exactly yeah
2: All press is good press. I'll
1: cry, but Dutch will be happy. So, I mean, you know, either way. It works out.
2: (laughs) All right. I'm good.
1: Take care, guys. All right. Bye. So long.